Team Team, Boafik, I hope you're ready to discuss Caribbean literature. I'm Mayla, a romance author from Guadeloupe. This is how I present myself today, but it took me about 20 years to give myself permission to write about my people falling in love and finding happiness. Why? Well, thank you for asking and I'm going to tell you why. I never got to read about Caribbean people being happily in love until 2019. And chances are, especially if you're listening to this podcast in 2021, you probably haven't either. That's why I decided to record my discussions with Caribbean authors who will give you an idea of their motivations and the issues they faced to get their romance stories published. My hope is for you to be inspired to write, to buy, because we're here to support, and to read romance stories set in the Caribbean with Caribbean people. On why. Tim, Tim, Boafik, welcome to episode 5, part 1. Well, guys, I'm a bit emotional today because this is the final episode. There might be a bonus discussion next month, but again, it would be a bonus. So this is truly the last discussion. We're staying in Antigua and Barbuda with award-winning author Wilsey Adams. I decided to meet her because of her Love on the Rock series set in Antigua with characters from Antigua. I just love seeing us Caribbean people represented as ordinary people falling in love. But Wilsey's catalogue has so much more stories. As I'm recording this in January 2022, she has just released her 21st book and she started in 2017. She's a self-published author and as you will hear, self-publishing is what works best for her. In this first segment, we talk about how she started writing romance with Caribbean characters and the difference between her experience as an English-speaking Caribbean author and my French Caribbean experience. I've honestly been writing for as long as I can remember. Um, I say to people that I started to write because I was bad at art. I always wanted to draw. Um, I like the idea of comic strips, but like I can't draw at all. I couldn't do any like even stickman. I'm a horrible artist. And my mom reminded me that she read a lot of books that had no pictures in it at all. Because she's like, all you needed to do to tell the story is tell the word. And, and so I started to write all the things I'd wanted to do comic strips of. And this is where I ended up. What kind of books did you read when you were growing up? So I'm trying to remember those, the, the actual name of the series. But when I was very, very young, I read a lot of, uh, do you know those books? Well, I'm not sure what it's like in the French Caribbean, but we had a lot, these very small books. I think they were by Lady Bird, like The Lucky Dip and On the Beach, um, where they were set in, in the region. And those were the first sorts of books that I read. I do remember that when I was young, I didn't read Enid Blythe and to start. I was always reading those, sun, th those Lady Bird Sunstart books set in the region. Um, as I got older, I started reading a lot of romance novels that were set overseas. And then uh, 
at some stage, I started reading books by Joanne Hillhouse. Yeah. And she's an author um, who I absolutely adore. And then it's just been back and forth. But I can say that a lot of the books that I read when, when I got to the age where I was reading a lot, like maybe 12, 13, they were like Eric Jerome Dickey, very, very mature for a 13 year old. And um, Sydney Sheldon, because my mom read a lot of John Grisham and Sydney Sheldon and Mills and Boons. You kind of started your reading experience right away with romance. That's how you get to start writing romance too. It's interesting because the first set of um, things that I, um, I'm sorry, like I'm on Google now, I'm looking at those, um, those ladybird books and I'm, build nostalgia um but yeah sorry I um started writing epic fantasy and then I I think that's what I wrote for a very long time I was still reading romance primarily so it was really weird that I was writing something that I didn't read excessively um but eventually I said to myself well this is what I like to read so I'm really confused as to why I'm not writing it and that's when I started segueing into trying my hand at writing romance novels. So would you call yourself a romance writer and I'm asking this because I'm trying to well I'm not trying I'm writing romance but the thing is when I was browsing through Amazon and everything trying to figure out where my books could fit the thing is since I'm from the French Caribbean There's no Caribbean tag and there's no black tag. The only tag very similar to what would be black is African-American, but I cannot put my books in the African-American category either. I think Amazon has expanded that category to be called black and African-American. Well, I'm going to look it up because uh, I have to use Amazon.fr, not oh, Amazon.com. Okay. So maybe different. Yes. Yes. See, so it's really something very. I mean, if we if we just had romance and black romance in French, it it would be easier for me to figure out where I could put my book, and so the algorithm could pick it up and make it more visible. I think that's how to say it, but. So that's why I'm asking to you, would you call yourself a romance writer or just a writer who happens to write romance? I have to think about that a little bit. Yeah, because I definitely, I love romance. I don't see me per se for any long length of time or anything beyond a book or two attempting to write in another cast, another genre. Um, especially because romance is so expansive. I, I guess you have romantic suspense and um, paranormal romance and fantasy romance. So it's, it's very easy to incorporate other genre types because I do want to say I am a romance writer. I, I feel very strongly that I am a writer of romance, but I don't think, I don't feel as if that is the only thing I can write if you see where I'm coming from. Mm. Yes, totally. It's uh-huh. what I choose. Um, because I'm just so in love with the genre, but I, I I won't want to like definitively say I write romance and I will never write anything else because one of these days there may be a, a woman's fiction plot that um, really intrigues me and I decide to write it. So, but as it stands, yes, I am a romance writer. 
I'm sorry, I haven't read all your books yet because there are a lot. And uh, I read all the Love on the Rock series and I started uh, the Johnson Family, I think, series. Uh, so I'm at the first book, The Gift, and it's not set in the Caribbean. I think it was your first book. So you didn't start writing right away stories set in the Caribbean. You started writing stories that was set that were set in the U.S. So can you tell us how, well, why did you, if you know why, you started writing about characters, uh, well, American characters, and how you transitioned to, to write, well, Caribbean stories? Okay, so the first book that, the first romance novel that I've actually ever written is the second book in that series. In Interestingly, it, it wasn't The Gift. The Gift was written afterwards. Um, Will You Be Mine, which features the second Johnson brother and his best friend, Hallie, who was Antiguan and migrated to the U.S. Um, because of like she was running from issues at home that she didn't want to face. And so she set up her career in the U.S. And that second book was set, 98% of it was set on Antigua. And having had written, having had um, written that book, I'd already given JC like a family of um, three other brothers and a sister. And having had written that book, I thought to myself, oh, I would like to try my hand as a series. And because he had already had siblings, I thought that this was a good way to start off and branch out. And so then I followed those siblings. The first book, the lead female character was an Antiguan woman who lived in the U.S. Her partner was an American who had a family. And in my opinion, like when you're doing series, it's best to follow a family or a group of friends. And uh, when I decided to make it a series, it was natural for me to incorporate the love story of his siblings. Okay, gotcha. Okay, I get it. In that way, would you say that the first book, so Will You Be Mine, would you call it Caribbean romance? How would you define Caribbean romance? No, I would call all of the books that are not set, um, that are not, that have not currently made their way into the Love on the Rock series, I would call them, for the most part, Black romance. I would define Caribbean romance as, I guess, books set on the island um, for the most part, but not only like set on the island, um, set on the island in ways that you, you see a manifestation of the culture of that particular island and traditions, so to speak, and, and those, those sorts of things. Okay. Uh, when I look at the French Caribbean romance books that have been published, let's say for the past three years they are usually set either in France or in the UK and uh, the lead character the woman is from the Caribbean but the man is he's always white not white white he's he's white and he's either French white French or white um, English mm -hmm. and that's very fascinating to me that they only think about interracial relationships with white, well, black women, white men, but they don't think about writing black women, black men couples, and they don't think about giving them a full story in the Caribbean. Well, I, I kind of, I kind of 
know why they do this. But in the meantime, since in the Indish Caribbean, like you or Joanne C. Hillhouse or other writers, you're not scared <laughs> to write about Black couples. And uh, I, I guess it's because probably we're not independent. So yeah, maybe maybe that's the reason. I, I don't know. But just know that it's a thing to have romance. Well, French Caribbean romance is very intertwined with interracial romance and interracial romance with white men. So I'm hoping to change that also, but we'll see if how this goes. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Make sure to check out timtimboafik.com for more Caribbean books. You can email me at timtimboafik at gmail.com or you can follow me on Instagram at timtimboafik. You can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Core. And to help the podcast to get more visibility, share it with your friends, your family, your neighbors, and you can give it five stars on Apple Podcasts. I hope you enjoyed this episode. See you à dans d'autres soleils.